Yes. Now you're, you're going to be testifying with respect to Mr. Depp's challenges to or, or claims of uh, damages, and you're also going to be testifying to Amber Heard's damages, correct? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to start you with Mr. Depp's claims for damages. Okay. Um, with respect to Mr. Depp's claim damages, on what subject have you been asked to offer your opinion? So I was asked to assess the any alleged damages that the op-ed piece in the Washington Post that Ms. Heard wrote, whether that have impacted his career in any way, particularly did he lose any income or any oppor- economic opportunities because of the op-ed piece specifically. All right. And have you been asked to limit that to the period of December 18, 2018, with the date of the op-ed, through November 2, 2020? Yes. Okay. Now, what materials did you review in making your analysis? There were a lot of documents. Uh, I reviewed the pleadings of the case, the complaints, the discovery items, the responses to what they call interrogatories, which are the questions that the lawyers ask uh, both sides. I reviewed uh, Mr. Depp's test, uh, deposition testimony, which there were volumes of that, as well as Ms. Hurd's. Uh, I also reviewed the deposition testimony of, of the experts that uh, were proffered that had to do with the entertainment industry, you know, the agents and the management teams of both, both sides, uh, Ron Schnell, the data expert. I also reviewed emails and texts between the parties, between their families, between their management teams, the audio uh Recordings, the visual recordings that have been presented in this case and the previous cases that have been involved in the last couple of years. Uh, I also did my own independent research from general publicity and press and investigative articles as well as those that are specific to the entertainment industry and utilized some entertainment industry specific sources to get some information that was helpful to my case, to our, to that case. Thank you, Ms. Arnold. Please describe for the jury your uh, uh, observations with respect to Mr. Depp's career trajectory. Well, Mr. Mr. Depp has had an extraordinary career over many years, so it's it's a, it's a long one to look at. Um, obviously, he was a rising star in the late '80s and in the '90s, starting with Twenty One Jump Street, and you've heard you know all the films that I'm sure he's been in. Um, he he really started to break through when he worked with Tim Burton, the director, and, and of course, his character Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean was, you know, world-renowned um, and probably um, his biggest role. And he was, a, you know, a well-liked, um, both critically and uh, within the industry and within the public, as a movie star. Um, and at the same time... His behavior and uh, both on and off the set in his personal life and in his professional life start to interfere with uh, what we would say what everybody saw was his great talent. And it started, you know, there's some stories of, of, of issues that started back in the 80s and the 90s, but I would say really in the mid-2000s, between 2006 and 10 is when the behavior started affecting uh, his work to a certain extent in terms of lateness on set. Uh, and then as Ms. Jacobs, his talent agent, discussed with you uh, in her deposition, uh, it really started to affect 
her ability to get roles and and the industry's willingness to work with him given the issues that he was having with both behavior, tardiness, drinks, drinking and the drug abuse uh, and, you know, other issues in his personal life. So it got more complicated for her to find him work and I think it got harder for production companies and studios to hire him due to the challenges that that would put on a production. And when did Mr. Depp's career downturn begin, based on your review of all the record evidence? Well, again, according to Ms. Jacobs, his agent, she mentioned that it started getting more challenging for her around 2010. The lateness uh, on set was being made, she was being made aware of that more and more often from production executives and the producers that she was working with on the Pirates movie. And not only Pirates, it, it continued on, um, on the other films, including Mordecai and, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, and it, in around 2014, when he had the appearance, uh, it was presumed that he was under the effects of alcohol at the Hollywood Film Awards in 2014. Objection, Your Honor. Non-responsive. She's answering the career downturn. Overruled. Please continue. Thank you. Um, in 2014, uh, when Mr. Depp appeared in the Hollywood Film Awards, Ms. Jacobs received many phone calls from both producers, casting directors, and production executives asking her what is going on with your client, why, you know, what's going on with his behavior, can we get him under control. And then I think it really started to shift around the Pirates 5 movie in Australia with, again, the lateness and the uh, issues uh, with the finger that stopped production and, and things of that nature, and then it just it got harder and harder. Now, based on your analysis, what has caused Mr. Depp's career downturn? Objection. No foundation. Well, overruled. Can you please repeat the question? Based on your analysis, what has caused Mr. Depp's career downturn? And I realize you've said a number of those, so just, is there anything else? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, we've talked about the erratic behavior, the tardiness, the drugs and alcohol abuse, and the lawsuits have had a really big impact, not just this lawsuit, but previous lawsuits that Mr. Depp has been involved with because there's a lot of publicity around anything that he does. And uh, every time he has filed a lawsuit, it is brought to light various issues with respect to whatever that lawsuit was about, whether it was about, you know, erratic behavior or domestic abuse or drugs and alcohol and even spending habits. So every time a lawsuit has been filed, the press and the publicity has just been charged up and brought everything back to light. And it's, it, it's been an unfortunate problem for, for on, on that level for the industry to continue to work with him, even though all this is out in the, in the public. For the films that were shortly before Pirates 5, how successful were they? We're talking Mordecai, uh, uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Uh, I think you, you testified to some of those. The, the Lone Ranger, Tonto. Right. Injection compound. Overruled. Uh, of course, Mr. Depp has had some extremely, obviously extremely successful films, but also in the, you know, the four or five years prior and, you know, through Pirates, there were films that didn't do well at all and were considered what the industry calls a bomb, which could have been uh, Alice of the Looking Glass, The Transcendence, 
um, the the Lone Ranger uh, and Mordecai were films that just didn't perform, although they were valued in their financing based on Mr. Depp's star quality and acting ability. Unfortunately, they just didn't perform. So as many hits as he's had, he's also had a lot of recent what they call failures in the business. And what, if anything, did Mr. Depp do with respect to showing up for a press conference in Japan for Mordecai? Uh, Ms. Jacobs mentioned in her deposition testimony that Mr. Depp didn't show up for the press conference in Mordecai, which he was not only an actor for, he was also a producer, and he didn't show up. Apparently, he was sleeping, so he wasn't able to make it. Okay. Now, what, if any, uh, impact did the Brooks litigation have on Mr. Depp's career? Is the jury familiar with this already, or...? Uh, well, I, I think you can. I mean, okay. So the Brooks litigation was uh, it was um, there was a, a litigation around uh, Mr. Depp had punched someone on one of the. I think it was a location manager on the set of a film called City of Lies. Um, I, I don't know exactly what happened to that. Uh, Litigation, however, of course, again, it was written a lot about in the press and unfortunately came to the forefront that he had, you know, violent behavior yet again. So in 2018, and I'm going to say before the op-ed on December 18, 2018, was there any negative articles, negative press about Mr. Depp? For quite a while, when you're a celebrity such as Mr. Depp, you're in the limelight and everybody wants to look at everything that happened. So after every movie or after every incident, there was usually press. But the, the, the ones that were more significant were the ones in the Hollywood, a couple of them in, in the Hollywood Reporter and uh, one in the Rolling Stones. So in 2017, there was an article in the Hollywood Reporter where the journalist discussed, I think the article was called, Pirates of the Caribbean, the diminishing returns of Johnny Depp. And that Pirates, the one with the last one was five, right? And that one didn't perform nearly as well as the other previous uh, Pirates of the Caribbean films. And there was some discussion that the character... Objection, hearsay, Your Honor. I think you could explain generally. Oh, sustained. Okay. Um, l- let me let me ask you this. When was that Hollywood Reporter article on diminishing returns of Johnny Depp? That was in the s- spring of 2017. Okay. And you said, uh, and I just want to make sure we understand, how well did Pirates 5 do compared to 1 through 4? It performed less well by over $200 million. Okay. Um um, what if any other negative press was there in this time frame? We'll take 2017, 2018 before the op-ed. So in 2018, there was the Rolling Stones article that was an in-depth expose on Mr. Depp's life. Um, again, his erratic behavior, the money he was spending on on wine. Objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. I, I think she can give generally, Your Honor, the negative sustain. All right. Um, what if any? Knowledge do you have of how whether Disney saw the Rolling Stone article? There were emails uh, between uh, the publicity department and the co-chairs and some of the senior executive Disney that they would forward the articles as they came out, both the Hollywood Reporter article 
and the uh, Rolling Stones article, and they would make commentary. And Alan Horn, who is the uh, one of the co-chairs of Disney, used the word sad, and I think one of the other executives used depressing, that their film star was now being shown in this light to the public in a Rolling Stones Action, hearsay. Uh, I, I just changed. All right. Um, was there any more articles about Pirates of the Caribbean prior to the op-ed in December of 2018? There was an article in October 28th, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, October 28th, 2018, where the journalist had spoken to two writers of the film, and they were talking Objection about the hearsay. franchise. Objection hearsay. She, she, she's entitled to rely on hearsay, and she's just giving the general. She's not approached. 